All right, what's up, everybody? Uh, this is Tim, and welcome back to another episode of Man Look. Uh, got me today, and my brother Jeremy here with me as well. Yes, sir. And uh, we're excited to talk to you all today, and, and you know, just kind of converse and speak about some various different things. But the the subject matter of what we're going to talk about today, and kind of be focused on, is uh, related to finances um, and and how finances plays a major part in how we think and, and navigate through the world, particularly as black men, whether that be in relationship, um, you know, whether that be on the job, you know, how how that overall impacts and affects um, our psychological state, um, how we, again, kind of move around and navigate things. So I'm just kind of wondering and thinking, um, you know, how, in your personal opinion, how has finances or uh, your financial status impacted um, you, your self-esteem, your thought process, um, and how you kind of navigated things. Um, I, I say this. I feel like when you're young, you don't understand the weight of money. Mm-hmm. You know, and how. Well, I'll say this. You don't understand the weight of the habits that you have when it comes to money you know that money can get you the things that you want which essentially you know it is what it is right but i learned early that credit was like one of the biggest vices that plague so many people you know not just black folks but you know it's just not understanding like the use of credit how you know how credit really affects you so i didn't really have credit cards early like yeah. I, I wasn't a i got i had a macy's account when i was like 18 <laughs> and then i was like well i ain't got no money to pay because i ain't you know i ain't working consistently so <laughs> you know but i i started working early yeah like i had my first job at 13 years old okay like my mom had had to sign the, the work permit you know okay. whatever I had to, you know, apply for all that so that I could work. And I was working two jobs the my summer before I went to high school. Okay. I was 13, turning 14. She had and you buying was, your own school clothes, huh? Yeah. But that was because <laughs> my mom was like, you want this. Yeah. You ain't got this type of money. Right, right. So you need to figure. So I was she like, well, I work. You, you want McDonald's, but you ain't got McDonald's money. Exactly. <laughs> so I had no problem, like, working. So I always, like, tried to find opportunities to make money. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, I remember first job, I think I, I was working at an old folks home and I was making $4.75 an hour. Yikes. I thought I was I know balling, you right, know. Right. And then I was working part-time at my mom's job as a project assistant. Okay. And I was making eight dollars an hour then. Okay. Okay. And I was like, man, I am winning right, right. now. You know? First four hundred dollar check. I just was like, I don't even know what to do with all this money. Right. I'm rich. <laughs> um, but even like when I, I started college and all that stuff, I was like, well, I got to find a job. I got to, you know, I got to work. And my mother wasn't necessarily adamant about like, you know, mm-hmm. me having to work. Like yeah. she's like, you know, if you, if you live here and you go to school, like, you know, I'll take care of this, take care of that. And my mom was always very good with like money management yeah. and taking care of things. So I think I had a good example initially, yeah. but 
I, she didn't let me know the details of like the struggle. Of course, her being a you know single mother, um, it was you know there were things I know you know we had food stamps when we were younger. It was just yeah. I knew those things, but when I got older, and I was like, well, I want these things. Like when I went to buy my first car, yeah. they're like, well, sir, you don't have any credit. Mm. And I was just like, well, ain't that a good thing? They're like, no, like, <laughs> no credit is just as bad as bad credit. Like, right, you, right, right. you got to have some something that shows. So anyway, I to answer your question, I had to really start understanding like the things that I want that had value. Yeah. Because a lot of my spending was for clothes. Yeah. Like. I didn't have rent. I didn't, you know, and I wasn't like a huge car dude. So I wasn't like trying to buy rims. I wasn't, you know, I was like, well, I just want to go to eat. I want, yeah. you know, if I had a girlfriend at the time, I want to be able to spend money, like go on dates and not be broke. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I, it, it wasn't until like when I really started wanting to be married, mm-hmm. where I was like considering like the weight of, yeah. like, are my spending habits healthy? Like, yeah, am I, yeah. am I doing things that yeah. could lead a house, you know? Yeah. And I remember when, before I started, uh, even dating my wife, um, the question was like, Oh, have you considered, you know, her? And I was like, well, yeah. she's older than me. And I'm pretty sure she ain't gonna want to deal with, with somebody <laughs> that's, you know, that, that's still trying to figure out, you know, day to day, you know? And then when I met or started dating my wife, her financial game. Mm-hmm. was so on point yeah like she is a remarkable saver mm-hmm. you know she's like well i got this for this and that you know and yeah. granted it's different when you live you know you have different canvases or backgrounds right but it it made me want to step up just even my understanding yeah. of stuff like i wasn't thinking about owning a home i wasn't thinking about um you know, just like, you know, much less like a, a multi-unit, yeah. you know, property or right. having investment properties and all right. of that. Right. But as I think the pressure or the awareness came when marriage was real, yeah. you know, when it was like, and even then I thought I was comfortable dealing with financial things, um, like going into marriage, we knew like, okay, well, you'll take care of this. And I, mm-hmm. man, we got married and I was like, well, I don't, I don't quite think I'm ready, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Um, to to give over all of the, you know, I won't say control, but I just felt like, well, mm-hmm. I still want to make sure I'm keeping, yeah. you know, which I don't I don't think it was anything to reflect like my mistrust of her. Yeah. But I think it was just just that madness, like where yeah. I was like, yeah, nah, I want to I, I, I got this. I'll take care of this. Right. And even if I couldn't. It was hard for me to say, like, yeah, we got to talk about this. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever she said she wanted, I felt like I got to give it to you. Yeah, yeah. And and we later, it it was again expectation. She was like, you don't have to do that. Like, if that's not in our budget for this month or right now, then I'm okay. That I, you know, and I just felt like, well, I got to give it to you. Like, I'm your husband. I'm the provider. Yeah. Yep. Because although my dad wasn't in the house and I'm talking so much, I was No, you good. You good, bro. Uh, because my dad wasn't in the home consistently. Yeah. Uh, not to say like he was in and out of the home, but he was definitely in and out of our lives. Mm-hmm. When my parents were married, he was absolutely a provider. 
Word. Like he absolutely made sure that his family was taken care of. Word. And for whatever reasons, when, you know, they separated and he split, you know, just, you know, life happens, right? Yeah. Um, but he always, always like prided or yeah, he was yeah prideful in how he uh, provided for his family, Word. you know, and Word. even as an adult, like I remember him like being glad that he could floss and be like, I'll put some gas in your car. Yeah, yeah. I'm a grown man. I can put it. Right, can, right. You know, but that made him feel like I'm I'm your dad. I, right, I can right. put some unleaded in your in your vehicle. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But, you know, I think that's a real thing that we carry where we want to be able to say like, yeah. nah, I got it. Yeah. Now I think you're hitting on so many, you know, so many dope things in, in particular, right? Like this this feeling and this uh this unsaid rule of like men having to be the provider or right. feeling like we need to have x amount of money before we get married or you know before we're in a relationship and we have like these unwritten rules that men are supposed to you know do these things or at least as men we take on these feelings right. um but then simultaneously we haven't been socialized properly on how to you know be financially literate and so i just think it's super interesting right like that you know i, I know a lot of young guys and i talk to a lot of young guys um particularly the ones that i mentor and then just yeah and the people who hit me up on instagram and stuff but they're always like dang bro like i'm you know i'm i'm with my lady we've been together for a minute and i i want to get married but my money just not together and so you know I, i'm just wondering and thinking too like you know for you um, what was that phase like? And did you go through that phase of like, you, you know, I want to be married. I want to be in a committed Absolutely. relationship, but I got to make sure that my paper is together before, you know, I approach it correctly. And, and, and do you think that, uh, other brothers who are going through the same thought process, if they should stay in that mind frame of like, I need to get my paper ready, or is there some type of other thing that they need to be thinking about or some other type of mental switch that they need to be making? This is low key loaded, um, right? <laughs> so, uh, man, look. So, <laughs> I genuinely felt like uh, my wife, yeah. right, yeah. Um, is capable of loving me, regardless. Yeah, of, like, you know, just yeah. that's just how genuine she is. Yeah, right. From jump, even when we were just friends. Yeah. So. But because of how she carried herself, yeah. I just knew that I couldn't half step. Like yeah. I had to make sure that I was set. Like there would be no, cause I had had previous relationships where it was like, it really didn't matter. Like yeah. we were both struggling. We both was, you know, yeah. finances weren't, weren't a huge thing. But because I think I married or started dating my wife at a time where I was for sure ready to be married, and build life i knew that there were just some things that i couldn't um bring into our marriage yeah so even when it came to like buying the ring yeah. like i was very um i think strategic in trying to figure out okay like am i setting up the expectation for you know i get this you know, yeah. $20,000 ring, not that yeah. her ring costs $20,000, but you know, yeah. I spend all this money on this ring right. and the expectation is the life that we live 
reflects how much you know right and right i right. think as as men we do put that pressure on ourselves yeah to have have it all together before yeah but i think and i don't think anything is wrong with that yeah you know and i the one thing i don't agree with is that um when it becomes unhealthy yeah. when it's like yeah the contingency like if you don't have your stuff together i ain't listening yeah. you know i don't want to hear yeah. nothing you gotta say yeah, like it because it's all a process it's Word. all in building Word. and um and i remember just a, just a real transparent moment like mm-hmm. i needed some money for my car like my car was mm-hmm. um getting there or needed something that something to do with a, a previous car that i had yeah. and i was struggling yeah. like i was like and but i wouldn't talk about it like i didn't share you know yeah. what i was going through um and so a, another friend of mine actually a mutual friend of ours mm-hmm. uh let me borrow his car while my car was being um uh fixed and worked on because i still had to commute still had to you know and my wife who was my girlfriend at the time she just very she's like do you need help like just mm-hmm. you know either budgeting or saving like yeah because i'm really good at that and yeah. if you need help like i'm here yeah and that blew me because yeah. i felt like wait she's she's ready she she's not looking at this like man this negro yeah, can't yeah. even right right you know right. he can't even afford to get his you know right. whatever taken care of on his car like right. You know, and because I was embarrassed, yeah. I felt like you yeah. know I carried myself a certain way. Yeah. But financially, I'm low key struggling right now. Yeah. I don't, I don't have it. Yep. And she, she didn't make me feel any, yeah. <laughs> any less than a man about it. Yeah. You know, and yep. I think it becomes unhealthy when that weight or that you know that comes into the equation. Yeah. Yep. Where it's like, well, you ain't no man if you can't like, but listen, yep. we face a whole different um, fight when it comes to like building yeah. like financial awareness and, yep. um, you know, just aptitude, like being able yeah. to, to be competitive. Right. Like we're, right. we're still learning. Like a lot of cats still have hustle mentalities yep. and it's like, that's doing more damage to us yeah. than then good, like, I mean, I'm not saying hustle mentality is is, is wrong, but mm-hmm. hustling, because we, sometimes we hustle and scam each other, and yeah. it's like, yeah, that's only, that's just quick money, like, yeah. I, I need long money, I need money that's go endure till, you know, generations yeah. and generations, so how do I build that, Yeah, right? My dad didn't teach me that, my grandpa didn't teach me that, yeah. you know, I didn't even know my great-grandparents, so it's yeah. like, where do you learn, um, how to make multiple streams of income, how to invest, what to invest, you know, what's healthy, you know, how to purchase a home, you know? And I think in, when it comes to marriage and being prepared for that, those are things that you should talk about upfront initially. Like, what are your views? If your expectation, and not to say anything is wrong with this, um, if women are like, hey, I need a husband, I need a man that got a, yeah. You know, seven fifty uh, minimum credit score. Yeah. Before I even, you know, sit down at the table with them. Yeah. Like, if that's your standard, cool. Right. But just know you've now limited your pool. Right. You know, to much smaller than right. you know maybe somebody that's at a five sixty. Right. And trying to build his way. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, 
I think I think those are real issues yeah. that that have to be addressed early. Yeah, I, I think you 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 hitting it on the head, man. Like you know, especially with, with the example you just gave, you know, about the credit score. And again, if if a queen is out there and that's her standard of like, yeah, you gotta have a seven fifty, like, then then that's what her standard is, you know. Right. But I, you know, I would challenge, you know, anybody who thinks that that way to to keep that standard, but have the caveat of care, you know, attached to it, right? Yeah. So maybe you know, maybe there is a brother out there who who does have a five twenty credit score and he is, you know, willing to do all of the necessary work to get to a seven fifty, but he just doesn't know how to navigate that and how to right. make that happen. And maybe you have the game and maybe you have the knowledge on how to do it. And I'm not saying you have to take your own personal money and help clear his debt while you all are dating, but you can give him the tools and the steps on how you did it. So that Absolutely. way he can apply it to his, his, his own life and his own situation, kind of in the same way that you were talking about. And so, you know, for me, I, I agree with you 100%. I think, you know, as I kind of think about it and I think on it, you know, a lot of, a lot, again, a lot of the young guys that I run into, um, and then myself included, like I had the feeling in the, in the thought process of like, yeah, I got to have my money right. Like I gotta, I gotta have at least, you know, a certain amount of money saved up in the bank. Um, I gotta be, you know, I gotta be making a certain amount of money in terms of salary and things like that. And that really hindered me from, you know, pursuing, my wife at the time without right. pursuing her and granted it, it it worked out in the in the long run but i think the piece and the and the caveat that's super important that really made the difference was much like with your story and your situation is this this willingness to be vulnerable yeah. at a particular time where she was reaching out and saying hey I, i'm here to help you if if you need it you know what yeah. i mean and and whether that was help in terms of information, whether that was help in terms of, you know, her holding you accountable or, you know, her actually helping you with money, that vulnerability is necessary for for building and, and maintaining your relationship because that's the foundation of like, as your relationship continues and as things Absolutely. move forward. Like, so you have to be willing and open to that. And so I challenge any young brother who is thinking about you know, thinking about that, like, I need to get my money right. Yeah, you do need to get your money right, but you also need to be willing to create opportunities or leave windows of opportunity for mm -hmm. your 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 mate or whoever you dating to show you that they can uh, be somebody that you can rely on and somebody that can truly support you. And, I'm, and again, you know, I know there's a bunch of nuanced feelings behind that, but but that vulnerability and that, that willingness to allow that person to really, you know, step up as a partner um, yeah. is key and necessary because we do it all the time and we feel like it validates us as men to be able to step up for women and show them that we could be there for them, but we don't really allow space for them to do the same in return. Yeah. So I, I absolutely agree with that. Yeah. Um, I think vulnerability is so key in finances because the truth is we don't have the answers like yeah. we're not you know a lot of us aren't born into like generational wealth off top Word. you know Word. um i believe we all just as humans have the hunger yeah. for success and yeah. financial stability even if we don't know what that really is right. like none of us want to struggle none yeah. of us want you know um and so I think some of us have become used to yeah. being in a place of like working extra hard and, yeah. you know, but there, I think even now, especially in this climate, like within mm -hmm. the pandemic, COVID and whatnot, yeah. we are challenged to be um, innovative. 
Yep. Like we're challenged to be very creative. A lot of, you know, I, I think like this is the, the largest unemployment rate that we've ever yeah. had. Like, yeah. you know, millions of people have lost their jobs and, mm-hmm. you know, and don't know the direction that they're going to go. So many people yeah. are returning back to school and, yeah. you know, working on degrees. And so now we're having to kind of go back to the drawing board. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, and we, of course we've seen, you know, we got, and I don't even want to bring this brother up, just the song, um, uh, like Kanye West, the <laughs> gold digger. Right. Right. Like we knew that, you know, cause we know the term gold digger. We know what right. that is. Like right. somebody that only wants you for your money or what they can do for you. Right. right. I don't think it's anything wrong with, and I tread lightly on this statement. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it's anything wrong with wanting to be treated well. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, because honestly, in my marriage, me and my wife spoil each other. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, we'll, we don't really put, we've had to put limits because we have financial goals yeah. on like what we get each other for Christmas or our birthdays, right. Valentine's Day or whatever. But like initially, like it's like, hey, I love you. So, hey, I'm about to spend, you know, bread on whatever. And that's just, you know, the reflection of our love. Yeah. It's not required. She don't require me to, you know, she ain't like, well, you better get me. Like, it's just because I love her. I feel like, okay, oh, you like this. Let me, you know. And if I can't do it, my desire is to at least show you Mm -hmm. with whatever I can do that, you know, how I feel is reflected in, in my actions. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I feel like financially too, you have to be just as vulnerable to show like, Hey, I, like you said, the brother may have five twenty or three thirty, whatever, right. You're, you know, he may not be at the status that right. he wants to be, or he feels, or he may know, not know that he should be there. Right. right? Yeah. A lot of people don't even know their credit score. Yeah. You know, they don't know what they can, you know, I had to learn that early because of certain jobs that I was applying for, Yeah, where they require you to give a credit report. Yeah. And I started looking and I, I remember, and I could be transparent about it now, mm-hmm. um, my credit score was super low. Yeah. I was I was like at a five something, like yeah. 560 or something. And I was just like, and I didn't even know what that yeah. meant. Yep. Cause I was living with my mom. I didn't have rent. I didn't, yeah. you know, so yeah. it was just, it was a different uh, playing field for me. Yeah. And so as time progressed and this is even before I met my wife um, and I started learning like, Oh, so if I want to buy a car, I need to make sure that if I want my monthly yeah. in this, that I got to have about this month yeah. uh, uh, car payment or or down payment, like I gotta, I gotta know these things, and I gotta position myself so that I can get what I want. Right. I think the same does apply for relationships. Yeah. Like on both ends, you have to communicate what your expectations are, mm-hmm. and then be willing to put in the work to achieve that. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I know um, when you know the church that we we went to, like. Mm-hmm. I was a youth leader. Yeah. And a lot of the the young dudes, they would have girlfriends and want to go on dates mm-hmm. and didn't have money. Right. You know, and I would out of pocket be like, here. Yeah. Right. But my my logic is always if you can't afford to go on a date, mm-hmm. you don't need to date. Mm-hmm. Like, but these were young teenage, you know, yeah. young men. And I, I but I felt like 
you feel like you got to pay because you're not just asking for money for me. Yeah. You're asking money for you, her. Right. And right. food y'all about to eat together because right. you're not going to go out on a date with a chick or right. a, a young lady and, right. and be like, no, what you, you, you know, right, and some right. women are very independent, like, no, you ain't got to pay for me. I right, pay for right. myself, you know, which is right. fine too. Yeah. But I do think as, as young men, I'm just kind of old school like that. Mm. Like you should be prepared to, yeah. you know, don't assume like, oh no, nah, she got to take care of her. Um, but I was taught that too. Like my aunt would tell me, you know, she would be <laughs> real candid. Don't treat your girlfriend like your wife. Right. Some things That's are key, ex- bro. Exclusive, yeah. That's key. And because you do, you kind of mix it. That can get convoluted. Like that's key. I'm spending, I'm spending bread on somebody that I ain't even made a promise to. That's yet. key. That's key. And and I, you know, a lot of people, you know, again, a lot of people may disagree and feel a way about that, but that's key. And yeah. maybe it is, maybe it is our, you know, our traditional, <laughs> old-fashioned ways of doing <laughs> things. But you know, it's it's key. You know what I mean? Like. And, and no distance to anybody else, but I was taught that too. Like you know, my mom was always telling me like you can't you can't be shacking, you can't just be shacking and <laughs> right. look somebody and playing playing the role playing, playing house like y'all right yeah playing like y'all married but y'all not really married and y'all not really together and you know and I'm just be a thou wow you know like I, I did at one point like I was I was struggling in undergrad and um, I was staying with one of my girls, you know, um, while I was just trying to figure things out and trying to get back on my my feet and like get it together. And, um, you know, it, so many toxic things, problematic things happened during yeah. the time. But the reason why they happened was because of the pride and, and the power and the control that comes behind, um, you know, immaturity and navigating your finances and being able to do things. You know what I mean? Like, I just tell real quick, you know, um, you know, for me, like coming into being married to Brit was like interesting because I knew she had a particular standard of like how she navigated money, particularly because of her father and, and the position that he held in, in the company and stuff like that. And so I was like, I know she's going to have some expect- <laughs> expectations of like how she can how she can spend money and, you know, how money should be spent and how things should be navigated. And. I, I just kind of was like, yeah, I gotta be, I gotta be on it, you know, and I gotta, I gotta make sure I have that and some, you know what I mean? And, and for me, you know, I put a lot of pressure on myself early on, but not understanding and underst- not understanding and recognizing how toxic that pressure was because yeah. oftentimes that pressure was coming and manifesting in a, a, a position of like controlling, right? Like, oh, well, I'm the yeah. breadwinner in the house and, you know, so I can make certain decisions or, I don't have to check in with you about whatever, whatever, because uh, I'm making enough money to, you know, cover everything. You know what I mean? Right. But, but learning and having to understand, like, you got to check that because if you really, if you really honor and appreciate the person that you're with, it's not about attempting to control things or trying to have the right. upper hand or trying to leverage things. It's about making sure that both of you all are are well taken care of and yeah sometimes that really means <clears throat> excuse me that really means sacrificing uh what you deem as your own and what <clears throat> you deem as like your personal money or your personal finances yeah. to make sure that they're well you know and that's really what it means to be in love and to care about somebody is are you willing to sacrifice those things that are most personal to you that make you feel comfortable that make you feel like you know you're really secure 
um, and offering those things up to the people who are closest to you, particularly your partner, to make sure that yeah. they are they are good. And I've learned that more than anything, like <clears throat> if you make sure that your partner and you make sure that your wife feels secure, you're you gonna feel you're gonna be taken care of in a way that you never, you never absolutely imagine. You know what I mean? So. I just, again, just as a challenge and a reminder to the <clears throat> to the to the younger brothers and to other brothers, just you know, don't try to move out of a space of of using finances to control your relationship, but understanding how you can really be a partner, um, yeah, and, and, and use your relationship for real, yeah, to, to kind of navigate the waters. You know what I mean? And understand, I think vulnerability it oh like it opens up the awareness of what your partner's strengths and weaknesses are yeah yeah you know so where i'm weak in a lot of areas my wife is incredibly strong you know and vice versa yeah um i remember early in our marriage Mm -hmm. our we did we and we still don't argue like we're not yeah. We're not really uh, argue like we don't have. We talk, you know. Yeah. We I think we communicate very well. Yeah. Um. But our first argument mm-hmm. was over money, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's and and I know it was because of assumed expectations, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Where the discomfort was, you know. For me, I knew what I could take care of. Yeah. You know, because yeah, yeah we had joint accounts. And we had separate accounts, Word. right? Yeah, that's how um, we are too. But I felt mm-hmm. like I still got to be able to, you know, mm-hmm. make make things happen. Whatever she want, whatever yeah. she say, yeah. like. And then I would get pissed if it would be stuff that, like, man, why is she asking that? And we still got to, you know, mm-hmm. and she don't even know. Mm-hmm. Like she's going off of what I've presented yeah. of how, you know, so she yep. felt secure yep. in the fact like, well, he ain't never made me take care of so yep. I know we got it, yep. you know, but on the inside, I'm struggling like, yep. I don't have it. And that was on me. <laughs> right. And I had to be like, hey, vulnerable truth moment. Yeah. Man, look, yeah, this right, is what right. it is. <laughs> like, you know, and another moment where she is continually showing like that's not even what i expect from you so you don't have to worry about being you know presenting you know yourself as superman of this like we're in this together yeah you know and we always remind each other hey what's your and i know the joke you know what's mine's is hers and what's hers is hers yeah but we always remind each other hey if i got it you got it yeah you know yeah and i i it's such a healthy and with, with no strings attached right? with no strings attached right 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 you know because a lot of people will hang that over your yeah, head like yeah. remember this my money yeah right <laughs> like or I, or I got it or i got it and what's mine is what's mine is yours as well but when you when you need it um i'm gonna remind you what were you hey last week i paid for that 30, didn't i yeah you asked for 30 dollars last week and now you can't even make me a sandwich like what's, what's, right. what's going on? <laughs> Right, like what are we roommates right, or are right. we partners in right, right. you know? Right. And I think that's a, that's the thing of like arrogance and ego right. and, and mistrust. Like, right. you know, I don't come in, you know, for, like we know, you know, the things we gotta take care of. And every yeah. year we sit down and we talk about goals for the year. Like, yeah. 
these are our gifts and goals. Yeah, like this word. is what we want to do. And we word. talk about it in multiple areas. So we talk word. about finances. We talk about relationally, you yeah. know, we talk about spiritually. Yep. We talk about, you know, education wise, finance, the health, you know, all that stuff. Yep. And we write the goals out yep. and we, we put them on a whiteboard. We hang them up. These are our goals. Yeah. Right. Um, and we revisit them, whatever. And we check them off. You know, okay, we got to go back to this, you know, travel goals, whatever we, yep. and, then, and then we write them off. And my wife is such a creative, so she's created these envelopes mm. of, you know, where we can put like spirits, not change, but we, it's dollars. But, mm-hmm. you know, if we have money in our pockets so or we put in, you know, a Christmas, you know, envelope, a, a, mm. you know, travel envelope, rainy day, yeah. you know, household things, whatever, where it's like, you know, we see it, you know, we see the money, you know, that, that we can just pull out, yeah. you know, and then we also have accounts that we've invested in. And I feel right. like that, that level of trust and communication has increased yeah. because now we're, we're more open with each other. Yeah. Like our first, first year or two of marriage, I, I definitely didn't see us being able to do right. that or what right, we do right. now. Right. Like we, we had to work to that. Right. You know, right. um, and being open to it right like you can't i think it's hard too when men feel like they'll be judged for either their lack of knowledge right or lack of ability in certain things yeah like you know i don't want to you know and i think because there have been men that have taken advantage of women yeah. that are very strong yeah. and and have been like oh well she taking care of me yeah i ain't got <laughs> right 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 that's why (laughs) right 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 no no that's real that's that's 100 real bro i i think too you know just kind of as you were talking and just listening to what you were saying i think you know it's important to highlight and lift up that you know just as you kind of navigating things and as you grow in your relationship it's important to do you know do these things that are kind of like assessments of your relationship right Absolutely. Um, you know, and, and do them do them regularly. And I know it's, it sounds to some people that probably sounds like mad dry. Like, well, this ain't <laughs> this ain't a company. You know, our relation this our relationship. It ain't a company. I don't want to look at it like a, a job, but to some extent, it is. And you you do it's have work. To in, yeah, you got to put in that work to be able to maintain it and, and to keep it up. And and you got to look at you know got to look at your assessments and figure out like where you all are and have those conversations because. You need to know where you're going. And I think for a lot of us uh, and a lot of people, you know, the examples that we have of like people, aunties, uncles, you know, whether mom, dad, whoever, who, who are married, you know, oftentimes like we look at those examples and we see it from a very distant space and don't see those like super intimate things where they're having those yeah. conversations and those assessments of their relationship and things of that nature. And so we assume that people just stay together for 30 years and it's like oh well how they've been together for 45 years well there are probably some very specific assessments and things that they do to check in and tap in with each other to make sure that the relationship is is being maintained in a certain way and and again like you said with in terms of like goals like you got to have those goals you got to have a vision for your relationship or else it becomes routine stale and mundane and so yeah yeah i I agree with you 100 percent. absolutely absolutely uh i don't know where we are on time yeah i think we we got a little we got a little little, more time a little more Uh, i wanted to ask you 
did you do you feel like um because we're kind of like in an in an age of like creative entrepreneurship you know yeah. where it's like a lot of people are you know they're coming out with shirt lines they're coming yeah. out with you know there, there's so many things and there's yeah. a couple of like hashtags that i follow mm-hmm. on social media um just about building wealth yeah right sure um in in where we are because we're both young you mm-hmm. know uh i could still consider myself you know, <laughs> right, right i'm older than you so right <laughs> you know but we're both still young men and young married men yeah do you feel um that that it is healthy mm-hmm. to make your spouse mm-hmm. your business partner mm, that's a good question uh i think it depends right i think it depends on on your spouse and and what type of person they are and and if they have an aspiration to be you know to be involved in business right like for me you know i I found real early real real early in our marriage i found out you know that that wasn't brit you know what i mean um like being being super like you know business oriented and, and entrepreneurial in that sense like that's not her thing now when you when we talking about like the organization of things and taking care of certain things like I don't handle any of those conversations like I pay for a lot of stuff in our marriage and our relationship but I don't handle handle any of those conversations when it comes to talking to Comcast or whoever the company is right right we need to upgrade our plan or talk about the bill or whatever she does all of that and, right. and I don't I really appreciate that about her because I hate getting on the phone talking to you know Absolutely. Hey, hey Susan how's it going today I, don't, I hate it I hate it right but she handles all of those things and so that's kind of how how she contributes but I had to check myself early on because I'm so like you know heavy into like thinking about investing and in entrepreneurship and having multiple streams of income and passive income versus active income and all that mm-hmm. other kind of stuff and she's kind of like you know as long as we good we good and and I had and again I had to check myself because you know I I wanted I secretly wanted her to be that, right? Like I wanted her to be like, have a side hustle and, you know, be coming up with different businesses so we could be this elite power couple and, you know, people could look at us and be like, hey, they really doing it, they this and they that. And understanding and knowing that that's just not her, that's not her style and that's not what she into. And so what I had to learn and what I had to understand too was that instead of assuming you know, assuming and projecting those those things onto her, I had to find spaces where I could get that energy from and, and tap in with other people uh, who, are, who are like-minded, opposed to yeah. enforcing that on her and, and pushing that on her because it, it it was starting to create a strain in our relationship. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I'm I'm sitting here coming up with all I'm in the back room in the office doing all of these things putting up all these poster boards, coming up with all these great ideas and subconsciously, I'm telling myself that I'm committed to making our relationship better financially and mm-hmm. that she's not because she's, yeah. not thinking, she's not thinking of ways to be entrepreneurial. Right. And the reality of it is that that's not what she never wanted that. And that was never her intention. Right. So how do I, how do I start to rethink this process of like, this is what we have to be versus this is what I really need as a person. And then, and then I can bring that to our relationship, the benefits and the gains of it to our relationship opposed to, again, 
kind of forcing, you know, my thought processes of what and expectations of what she should be on her. And that was key, bro. Like that was that was so key for us. That's um, super good though. You know, cause because again in relationships too, like we oftentimes, you know, we get <laughs> we grew up with this with the Christian rhetoric of us being one, right? And so right. it's like everything, everything that we do, it has to be together. And then the whole idea of unevenly yoked too. Like people take that way mm-hmm. out of context. And it's like, well, if you and your partner aren't doing everything together, then the relationship is off. And it's like, yeah. no, there, there are there are specific things that your partner is wanting to do and capable of doing, and you have right. to honor and respect those things and some of those other things that you want and that you need to feel gratified and fulfilled. Sometimes you have to find different spaces. If that means joining a group that's focused around cryptocurrency or whatever the case yeah. may be, then right, right. go and join that group. If you got homeboys who are heavy into, you know, real estate and investment properties, then you need to be chopping it up with your homeboys. Yeah. Setting up Zoom meetings to having conversations with, with them so you can be gratified in your spirit about those particular spaces opposed to, again, inf- influencing or projecting those feelings onto your spouse who probably has no no desire to be involved in those things at all yeah and i i think cultivating a marriage that allows people's individuality to serve the marriage yeah right right. um because just like just like you said like i'm very creative you know and i i started you know, a, a business. I've, mm-hmm. I've done events, and I've been doing events for years. Yeah. You know, and and I remember a conversation where my wife asked me, mm-hmm. like, she was like, "Babe, do you expect me to be yep. like real hands on with that?" Or <laughs> yep. how, you know. Yeah. And I had to honestly tell her, I was like, "That's not my expectation." Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't. I think because I'm a self starter, and yeah. I can be very like, "Oh, I just got to get this done," and I, you yeah. know, keep going. You know, yeah. and she sees that and i love that it motivates her yeah but she's strong and and consistent in her own lane doing what she you know she does and i feel my service to our marriage is to help build and cultivate that where she feels you know most fulfilled and most effective you know Yep. I can't expect her to be, you know, I'm I'm an extrovert. Like yeah. I'm out there, I talk to people, I'm very, you know, kind of in your face a lot of times and she's not, yeah. you know. So yeah. I w- I wouldn't I think it would be very irresponsible of me yeah. and inconsiderate of me to put her in spaces where she has to become a mirror image of yeah. me. Yeah. Like you 100%. don't have to be Jeremy like 100%. I didn't want to marry myself. Like 100%. I want, you know, and and that balance, I think, is really, really healthy yeah. um, and important because, like I said, like that vulnerability and being able to actually communicate the yeah. assumed expectation. Yeah. Like if you never had that question, that conversation with Britt, like yeah. you, you wouldn't have known that she's like, nah, man. yeah, yep. <laughs> you know, yeah. like if my wife didn't feel safe to be like is this what you want like yeah. it, you know because yeah. a lot of times we may not have that conversation yeah. but we realize like she ain't happy doing this he yeah. ain't happy doing yeah. this yeah. and and a lot of people that are just selfish yeah. will be like well as long as they doing what i i asked them to do that yeah that's like <laughs> right like, are yeah. we self-serving here right like, is this a, yeah. a marriage buffet or just yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and then too, what I learned too, man, like you, you just gotta also not assume that your partner wants more. 
You know what I mean? Um, like, like it's in, it's important for you to not assume that they want more. Like, yeah. For for Britt, when we were having having conversation about it, and she was telling me this, like, you know, in my head, I'm thinking like, I'm trying to build an empire. I'm trying to, you know, really build generational <laughs> right. generational wealth. And so, I want I want 25 properties, and and you know, I want I want right ten passive income based businesses, and you know, and I'm thinking all of this stuff, and she like. I don't need all of that. I just, right. I just want to, I want to go to work and right. I want to, I want our own our house and that's fine. Like that was a goal for, that was her goal and her, yeah. head. like, I just want us to own our house. And mm-hmm. when we did it, she was like, all right, well, I'm good now. And, and for her, that was enough. But for me and in my heart, I'm like, well, we, it's only number one. Let's get to, <laughs> we got about 20, right. 24 right. more. This was the start. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, again, ch- checking that and not assuming that, you know, that she wants more, that her expectation is to have more and, and and being okay with the fact that she's content. That doesn't make her lazy. That doesn't make her, you know, less driven. That doesn't make her, you know, less valuable or, or whatever the case may be. Um, it, again, like you said, it's about respecting our, our own individuality and really being able to, um, you know, appreciate that for what it is, opposed to, yeah. again, trying to pull out something that may not be there, may not exist. And that's oftentimes what happens and, and what creates strain in relationship is that people, again, have these expectations of what their spouse is supposed to be. And again, thinking that people have to be like this mirroring couple and everything that I do, you got to do. And it's like, nah, be yeah. an individual. You were an individual before we got together. Be an individual in terms of your own particular quirks and things that you, you like to do keep doing those things because yeah. those things were the things that made me love you and fall in love with you in the first place. But don't expect yeah. me to do. And we learn from that. We yeah. learn from that, that like you said, just kind of the, the, I won't say simplicity, but mm-hmm. kind of the, like, I'm, I'm happy with just with this. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't always need more, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, because we do that. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. ideally, I remember as a little boy, I would be like, I want my wife to be a home, uh, yeah. a housewife, yep. you know, where she yep. just raised the kids. I work hard and I, you know, yep. we don't even live in a time, you know, where <laughs> right. that can even be possible. Right, right. You know? I mean, but <laughs> right. just think like looking at like women have only like really been in the workforce. Yeah what like maybe 60 years yeah. like since world war Two, yeah. when they yeah. had to you know kind of yeah. and then even like in the 50s and 60s like that was kind of like revolutionary as far right. as like women being able right. to you know and then just now we are starting to see like women kind of really take over multiple right industries right? right right and like my my wife has worked you know probably three times as hard as mm. i've ever seen her mm. you know as she's promoted and 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 working in these high level you know positions and mm-hmm. promotions uh and i'm seeing like where she's in rooms or sitting at tables mm-hmm. with like in a very male dominated industry where she's like holding her weight but then i see her at home and like the the human side of it is like you know things that as men we don't have to deal with where 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 she's like you know you know second guessing and i think a lot of women kind of deal with that yeah and we you know that's a that's a struggle that as men we we don't really have to face in the workforce you know where we can easily say, hey, I want more. Like, I want to try for that position. Yeah. You know, and do it without question. Yeah. Where women have to think, you know, 
but what if I get pregnant? Like yep. they're, they're going to look at me and they're going to question 100%. like, how effective will I be in right. this role as a as a boss? Or Even though a, I've been killing it for years, exactly. <laughs> yeah. They'll look at they'll look at the the womanhood, yeah, you know, and not yeah. look at like, hey, this is a good worker, this is a good yeah. employee, yeah, and it would be very effective, yeah. you know. And yeah. I, I think just even in these last couple of years, like I've started to really see that and even take yeah. notes of my own unhealthy biases or, yeah. you know, unspoken just thoughts where it's like, yeah, yeah that's, that's kind of true. As yeah. men, we we always push for more and women kind of will settle for like, well, I'm comfortable here. I got to yeah. be, you know, yeah. and that's unhealthy. Yeah. Like it's not, you know. And not to say it's anything wrong with only wanting, like some people say like, oh no, I'm just, I'm fine with, and that's genuine. Nothing's wrong with that. But if you're sacrificing your desires and your passions, you know, and not pursuing those things because of what you feel people will say you're not capable of, like, man, we gotta, we gotta stop that and fix that quick. Yeah. Yeah, you 100% correct, brother. We could I feel like we could talk about this forever. Um Yeah. And we can keep going and I and I think you know us pulling back and stopping right here is a great point for us to just pull back from the conversation. Um for those of you all who are watching and checking it out, you know, feel free to comment uh comment below. Tell us what you yeah. think. You know, share your different thoughts, your opinions, your perspectives. I think it'd be really dope um, as we kind of navigate and move forward for us to maybe have some conversation about that, right? Like how how our male privilege shows up um, in our relationship, how it shows up in terms mm, of, uh, you know, just looking at how our, our wives are navigating um, life and, and what that looks like to support them and, you know, what those experiences have been. Because you did touch on something that's super evident and super true that doesn't necessarily relate to other races and ethnicities. But black women are out out earning and out educating um, black men um, in yeah. today's society, and so for a lot of people, that's you know who are fragile and insecure is very <laughs> triggering for them. Yeah. Part of the reason why they uh, refuse to date and marry black women. So um, yeah, man, I think I think you brought up that's, yeah. some good stuff for us. To yeah. So to. listen, like you said, comment, you yeah. know, stuff, and we, you know, in the next conversation, we'll, you know, we can address and. And kind of dig deeper into those things. That's good. I, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you, brother. And I look forward to the next time we get to chop it up. Likewise. Right here, right here on Man Look. Man Look. <laughs> <laughs>